Let's talk digital. We are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation. A local digital marketing podcast. Conversing with industry experts and getting excerpts about the exceptional. Hosted by Audrey Naidu. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Digital with myself, Audrey Naidu. I trust that you are all keeping safe under the circumstances. Today's guest is no stranger to the industry. He is well known as an expert in ad tech, media buying, data and analytics. Yes, you may have guessed right. We are talking to Marcel Methodus, Google Marketing Platform Lead for Sub-Saharan Africa. Welcome to the podcast, Marcel. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to have you on our podcast for almost a year now, right? From March last year. I think it was March last year. And then, yeah, I think I it was during the first wave of COVID and I was had a bit of flu symptoms and then had to cancel. So, yeah, can you believe it? It's been a year, but so glad that I'm, that I'm on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, um, I was looking forward to our conversation today. Marcel, before we go any further in terms of the topic, can you maybe tell our listeners a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Marcel. Um, I've been working in digital for about, sure, maybe about 13, 14 years now. So quite a long time. Um, I currently work at Google. Um, I look after something called Google Marketing Platform and our ecosystem network. Um, so been doing that for, sure, close to maybe going on four years now, um, feels about 10 years, um, lots of work, but um, yeah, and uh, been in digital for pretty much ever, been at agency, been at client, consulting, and now working at Google. No, that's fantastic. I mean, I I'm now know you for the four years that um, you've worked at Google. I still remember the first time you started working there and when we met. Um, so it's been an awesome journey in this last four years. Definitely. Actually, that, you were my first meeting, Audrey. Um, my first meeting ever at Google, you were my first meeting, really? which was, uh, can you believe it, four years ago. Yeah, that was my, I think I started on like the Wednesday and then you came in on the Friday and that was my, my first Google meeting. So, wow. um, yeah. That's awesome to know. Uh, yeah, thanks for telling me that. Uh, Marcel, I know when you're not working at Google, you love making beer and drinking it. Exactly. Yeah, I love love making beer. Um, I haven't brewed in quite a while. I didn't brew during lockdown like everyone else, but um, love making different types of beer, love drinking beer. And then because of the drinking beer, make you get a, a big belly. So love also doing lots of runs, trail runs, to kind of work down that belly. So try to compensate because you can't give up the beer. So you might as well just uh, run it, run it off, I guess. Well, at least you have a backup plan when alcohol is banned. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So, Marcel, thank you so much. I mean, I really value your opinion because I know you're one of the experts, uh, the leading experts in terms of ad tech in South Africa. And as you well know, today we are talking about media consolidation and what that means in terms of trends, insights, recommendations to brands. And there's lots happening in the sphere in the last 12 to 24 months. So based on that, what is your view on the current media landscape in South Africa? Um, so I'll, I'll kind of um, 
yeah, on the two parts there. Um, so on the the media landscape in general, um, sure. I think if we if this time last year we would say cool, you know, we would see increases in the same areas. It would be ten or fifteen percent in this type of media, or you know, digital will grow and out of home might grow and TV might grow. But I think um, during what we've seen over the last year with COVID and the pandemic, et cetera, it's, it's pretty much changed it on its head. So where it's very tough to predict where, where kind of media is going to go. You know, we have, we did see some increases in certain areas like video consumption, online video and things like that. But the current media landscape, um, I think a lot of brands are re-looking at what they're doing. Um, you can't say, well, let's, let's look at last year's KPIs and, and redo it or let's buy the same way we did last year or the year before, because it's changed completely. So, um, the media landscape is a little bit, um, not as up in the air, but a lot of brands are, are really looking at the way that they're doing it um, and buying media and and just essentially what, what they're doing as, as brands. In terms of the ad tech space, so when we look at the technology, um, not just the media side, when we look at the technologies, um, we see a lot of brands heavily investing in technologies. And that's been the case for a few years now, but we saw quite a bit of increase in the last few years. And specifically last year where brands are looking um, to kind of, um, you know, let's say get closer to the, the, the online data because they're seeing the impact that it's having on their business. They're looking at putting tech in their business. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a, a, a big upswing on the ad tech side. Um, loads of conversations I've had over the last six months to, to a year. So, yeah, upwards, I would say. Um, it's looking pretty good from the ad tech side and the media side. Still a little bit uncertainty, but um, it, it feels like we're starting to get a bit of a grip on it compared to, let's say, March last year. Yeah, I do agree with you. It is, you know, the, the environment is very unpredictable. Uh, until we get stability, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll, you will see more changes coming this year. Um, definitely, I, I can see that coming. The, the the question I want to ask you, is there anything unique that you are seeing from a digital space? Um, unique from a digital space, what I am seeing um, is brands are looking at, I guess, currently where they're spending and how they're spending and how they're spending across multiple platforms because now the, the audience or the customers or um, the personas that you're trying to target are all over the place. So a lot of brands are looking at how can they, their media buyers, they can bring together in, let's say, a single place or consolidate it in a, in a place and then really double down on, on speaking or targeting those customers. Um, so we see a lot of brands, you know, used to be on hundreds of different channels um, or not hundreds, but you, you get where my drift. And now they're trying to bring it a little bit closer to home where they've got a little bit more control in, in kind of a consolidated way. So they know where they're buying because they're understanding that channels are starting to work together. You know, gone are the days where you just had a search media budget and then you just had a display media budget and you reported separately. You know, no one just wakes up and searches your brand. They would have seen something, they would have watched a video, they would have seen a display ad or something like that. So a lot of brands are seeing how how that's all coming together and that's why they're starting to consolidate how they report or buy um, all in one place. So that's I've seen that quite a bit over the last, um, say, 12 months. So you mentioned media consolidation quite a bit. Why is this necessary and important? Um, 
so media consolidation is, uh, I guess it says, the word says what it does, but it's like, like I said, it's bringing all the, all your media buying into one place or consolidating as much as you can into one place. That's either buying in one place or measuring it in one place. Um, and this, you know, this comes back to the, the day old thing that we used to present when I was at agencies, you know, you wanted to serve the right message at the right time, you know, and, and to the right person, et cetera. And if you consult, and if you don't consolidate your media or you have your media in one place, you actually can't do that. So if you're, let's say the consumer is jumping between, let's say news 24, then Google search, then YouTube, and maybe they're jumping on, I don't know, LinkedIn or whatever the case may be. Um, it's very tough to tell a message across those platforms if you're not buying it in one place because each tool works a little bit differently. Like Google Ads can't really see what another tool can see and another tool can't see what a, another tool can see. So it's very tough to get those efficiencies or at least getting um, the media in one place if, you, if you're buying it separately because different tools look at it differently. And if you consolidate your media through certain technology, et cetera, um, you can actually get those efficiencies, centralize all your audiences in one place, centralize your creative production in one place, um, and then really buy or try reach that consumer across all different types of media um, that's out there and, and serving them the relevant message. So that's pretty much why it's necessary is for you to have it in one place, control that reach, control that frequency, and then you know serve the most relevant message to your business goal to get the user to either convert or do something offline. Um, and you can't do that with buying in separate tools. So that's why I think media consolidation is, is necessary. I completely agree with you because uh, based on what you said, so I'm seeing, for example, transparency, understanding the customer journey, um, attribution, media efficiencies, measurement, and finally control over your media spend so you can actually then review your ROI on that spend. 100%. Okay, so Marcel, what tech is out there to consolidate media if a brand was thinking of going um, this route? So there's, um, I'm sure there's, there's quite a, a few technologies out there. Not all of them are exactly the same. I can speak a little bit to the technology that I look after, um, which is called Google Marketing Platform or GMP. It's pretty much our marketing enterprise software solution um, at Google. Um, this is probably, I would say, one of the most well-known ones or a lot of, a lot of people use this one. Um, and that's pretty, yeah, I would say that's probably the, the, the most technology that I've seen out there. Look, not, not all technology can do everything. Um, you know, even GMP has some areas that other tools might be better at. But in terms of from a media buying perspective and what we're seeing in, let's say, sub-Saharan Africa or South Africa, um, that's probably the, the one that we see most clients leaning in towards because, um, you know, you can buy on most of the media channels and the, the creative works, the UI works. Um, so it's, I would say Google Marketing Platform is, is probably the, the biggest one that I've seen, but I'm sure there are other technologies out there um, that some other brands might be using. But essentially, you know, there is tech out there, there is Google Marketing Platform, um, like, like I've kind of touched on, but, you know, not all businesses would need, let's say, Google Marketing Platform. Some businesses might you know, if they want to start consolidating, they could look at consolidating in, in like Google ads and Facebook and things like that. And potentially they would just view it as that the, they need to look at the journey as kind of collective because Google marketing platform or, or technologies are usually 
um, there is a cost involved and some businesses don't want to you know, go down that route or, or small businesses might not want to go down that route. So there are ways without technology that they can do it. It's just pretty much changing the view of how they see um, themselves buying media. But I would say in terms of the technology um, to consolidate would be something called Google Marketing Platform from my side. Okay, um, so under Google Marketing Platform, what products fall under this? Um, so there's, as, as Google, we're quite complicated on our, on our products. So um, Google Marketing Platform is, let's call it an umbrella brand um, of the suite, but there are different products that fall under that. Um, so we've got one product called, or let's say we've got our, let, let's break it up into three areas. So we've got our media buying products, so one is called Displaying Video 360, pretty much shares what it does on the box. So you can buy display banners, publisher buys, video, YouTube, um, audio. You can buy lots of things within the Displaying Video side. We've also got SA360, which is our kind of our, our search ads 360, which helps you manage your search campaigns across different search engines, so not just Google. Um, so again, you can see the consolidation of the search side. You can see the consolidation of the display and video side in DB360 and SA360. Um, well, then we go into the measurement side where we've got something called Google Analytics 360, which is our media measurement or our analytics measurement tool, which measures kind of your own properties, your website, your app, etc. And then we've got some other products in the suite like Optimize 360, which, um, you know, when we're talking about serving a unique experience, we usually just talk about display creative, but when they visit your website, then they pretty much see um, the same thing that anyone sees when they visit the site. So Optimize 360 allows you to kind of, kind of tailor landing page experiences. So you can do A-B testing of your landing page or personalize those landing pages based on where those users are coming from, et cetera. Um, and then we've got a visualization piece, um, which is called Data Studio. So you can, from buying media to measuring media to doing A-B testing of landing pages, all the way to visualizing that on a live dashboard. Um, and there's some other products in there, but those are the main ones that, that, are, that I'll cover. So I think you have a, a very comprehensive product solution that can be adaptable and flexible to brands. Yeah, definitely. I think um, there, there's other technology out there, definitely. But uh, I think it's it's one of the nicest ones where it's, it helps you. It's a connected one, so it helps you in all those areas, and it's a connected solution where usually we see brands buy specific tools for specific areas. This one's quite nice because it, it kind of all speaks to one another. It's in one platform, so it helps a little bit more um, around kind of data loss between certain tools, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, it's probably the most connected one, I would say. Um, so Marcel, what, what would you say are the benefits, key benefits to brands? Um, because I know previously media agencies and some media agencies still manage the, the GMP licenses, but I'm, I'm also seeing a trend in the industry where brands are now taking ownership over those licenses. Can you maybe expand on what is actually constituting some of the reasons behind it? Yeah, sure. I think um, it's all a, it's pretty much all around um, data ownership. I think the one key thing is around data ownership. So what we've seen is is a lot of brands own their own technology now, but that's been the case for many years. You know, most brands own the, the their CRM tools, or most brands own you know kind of um, another tool that they use in their business. So now 
digital media or digital marketing has become so important to those brands or those advertisers that they've actually started to look at owning certain technologies themselves. So Google Marketing Platform, um, they, they look at pretty much licensing it or owning it themselves. But that doesn't mean that the agency falls away. The agency is still there and agencies are still running it on their behalf because you need a skill set to do that. So it's pretty much just that they have the technology, but it's getting run by um, an agency still. Or in, in some cases, because, um, you know, some cases the agencies manage it and own it and have, you know, transparency with the, the brands and that's fine to them. So there is the ownership piece, but there's also, um, you know, we see um, global brands running it through agencies and they've seen huge amounts of benefits from there. So it's just depending on where you're sitting and, and what's kind of key to you. So I wouldn't say, you know, everyone go buy the technology yourself Um it just doesn't make sense sometimes and you need to kind of relook at it and think about what's important to you as a business um, and then make that call. So running it through an agency or running it or buying it direct and getting an agency to run on, on let's say your ownership of the technology. Um, it really doesn't, it, it kind of matters, but you need to kind of, you know, do the SWOT analysis and, and base it off there, I guess, um, if that answers the question. Yeah, uh, I think it does in part. I mean, uh, we've also seen that many brands in their effort towards digital transformation um, are also rethinking their MarTech strategy. And part of it is the ad tech um, decisions that need to be made within brands. Um, There's also, you know, uh, the increased focus on data privacy in South Africa. Um, There's things like... um, creative automation, for example. Do you want to expand further on some of these points? Yeah, sure. So um, I think, look, I think there's there's a lot going on. I'm not a, a Poppia expert, so I can't really kind of deep dive into the, the privacy of the data side, but a lot of brands are looking at how they um, use their, their kind of data as a business side. And advertising data is definitely, um, let's call it um, data that they own or first-party data, so they are looking at it a little bit more stringently and looking at that they need to have some ownership, some controls um, in that space. So a lot of brands are looking at the ownership based on primarily the, the privacy side of things. Um, but again, using agencies to run it. And then when I guess we're, we're, we're looking at why you know they would want to own the tech or why they would want to have a re-look at the ad tech or my tech is it's getting a little bit more... Um, I guess, easier to use these days. It used to be very complex. It's getting a little bit more easier to use. And essentially, when you have MarTech or AdTech in the in the company, you actually want as many people to use it as possible. So from your creative agencies, you want them to see or to look at, let's say, we've been watching MasterChef quite a bit. So let's say they're looking at the same plates of food as your media agencies, as your analytics agencies, as your sales um, kind of team internally. So everyone's looking at the same plates of food. And everyone can make calls based on that. So giving them, that's why you have MarTech or AdTech in the in a business is that using a technology that makes it more efficient and easy for different parts of the business, internally or externally, depending how you work, um, to get the best out of your media or to get the best you know, return on investment um, from your digital spends. Um, so from a creative production perspective, there's tools built in Google Marketing Platform that allows you to easily create different types of creative, you can dynamically or data-driven leave um, serve, um, let's say, audio ads. So someone might hear a different audio ad maybe on, on this podcast, like as an ad, and then you could 
or you could see a different banner based on what someone else would see. So it really gives you a lot of kind of creative production tools. Um, but I think the key piece to that is that everyone is looking at the same plate of food. Everyone has kind of a single view of it. Um, all your audience is on one place. Your creative is in one place. Your media is in one place. Your measurement is in one place. Um, just so, again, same plate of food. I think that would be the, the key benefit. Yeah, that's very interesting. And I think, you know what, it makes um, sound um, advice for brands to, to maybe think about their marketing strategy going forward. But talking about brands, who are some of the brands that you think are more advanced in fully leveraging the power of GMP so far in South Africa? Yeah, so I think um, there's, I wouldn't say, look, this is just one vertical, this one vertical is doing it the best using, let's say, Google Marketing Platform as a technology. I would, you would, um, I would say, look at um, kind of digital marketing maturity. There's lots of tools out there. Google has a tool there. And when you start doing the digital marketing maturity piece, you can do it for your brand and then you can kind of see where other brands are. And a lot of that is digital marketing maturity is around technology and using technology and Google marketing platform is part of the, the maturity piece. So um, if you had to say it's not in one vertical, uh, I would say it's not in one vertical. Every business is a little bit different on how they use the technology. You see, you know, great examples of how, of how banking or insurance clients are doing it. Then you've got your CPG clients. Um, I wouldn't say everyone is perfect. But there are de definitely kind of key businesses in each of the verticals that are that is really using um, technology to the max to get the best out of it. But I do feel there's a, a lot of work for many, many brands um, to get there. So I can't kind of name a, a business but and a vertical. Um, every business is at a, a different stage based on their business objectives. But I would say there's definitely some leaders here locally compared to global um, that are using our te technology to the best of its ability. Yeah, I was going to ask you the question around where are we relative to where global brands are, but I think you've answered that. Um, if brands are thinking about transitioning this year, what would be the process that they would consider? Yeah, I think um, so. I would where I would start. Um, it's got nothing to do with um, Google Marketing Platform. So where I would start is potentially. Um, doing a digital marketing maturity assessment, find out where, where you're sitting on, on a maturity curve in terms of your digital business, your organization, um, et cetera, and then get kind of get a, be honest when you're doing those and then get a, a look at that and then maybe engage with um, some partners out there that, that help businesses doing this or, or if you've got it internally, start looking at how could we potentially move up um, our digital maturity um, kind of scale. So I would start there. Um, and then when you get to the point where technology is needed to to help you transition or help you move up the maturity scale in the digital marketing landscape, um, then you could reach out. You can just literally you just Google Google Marketing Platform. Um, you could also do comparisons to other technologies out there. I think it's always good to do due diligence against different technologies. But if you're keen or set on Google Marketing Platform, you can just pretty much Google the site. Um, you could reach out to myself, you could chat to your agencies, you can chat to your partners that you're dealing with, and they should be able to guide you. But if you ever get stuck, you can literally just reach out to myself, um, and then we can have a discussion around it um, and think about it. But first start with understanding where you are as a business, because, you know, you don't want to just in, you don't want to just have technology to have technology, you want to understand where you are and why you 
are needing that technology because usually what I see is brands invest in technology and then C-levels ask, look, we've spent so much money on our technology. What's, what, are we, what results are we seeing? And then it's always that, that case. So rather understand where you're sitting, look at why you would need technology, make a business case um, with internally, and then start reaching out and then comparing the technologies or reach out to myself and we can have those discussions. So first, look, I guess, look within and then uh, reach out if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So you mentioned um, cost. Um, what cost can brands expect, you know, uh, to plan for? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so marketing tech or ad tech works a little bit differently. So, you know, when we spend on media, so when we, when we spend on Google ads, you pretty much say put a hundred rand and then you get invoiced a hundred rand. And most technologies out there um, or ad tech or martech that's out there, there's different ways that it gets charged. So it could either be a yearly fee. So you pay for a 12 month contract and then you pay monthly um, it could be that you pay per, let's say you pay per media spend. So how much media spend is running through a tool and there's a percentage that goes to the technology that assists you. Um, so it can get quite complex. Um, but essentially on, on our side, so we touched on those media products, DV360 or Display and Video 360, SA360. That's pretty much um, charged on um, usage. So when you spend money through the tool, there's a percentage of technology fee. Um, and if you slow your spend down then the fee comes down, so it's not a fixed for the whole year, you will be charged this. It's based on, on what you're using. Um, and then you've got like Google analytics, which is your analytics tool. Of course, you're going to use that on a daily basis, hopefully looking at it. And that's more of a 12 month um, monthly fee. So that's what you're going to be paying. And that's, it's very similar. All technologies costed very similar. Um, just watch out that you don't sign a contract for like five years that you can't get out of. Um, just review the, the terms and the conditions. And you want to pay based on mainly on the usage. I think that's the, the best one. But some tools like analytics is based on a, a yearly contract. Unfortunately, it's not based on usage just yet. Um, so there are some some costs. So, And then the question comes on who pays for it. Is it the media team? Is it the technology team? That's a whole, we can have a whole nother call on that. But um happy to have those conversations and we can work out certain costings like how much are you spending, how many people are visiting your website, and then we can work out a bespoke kind of costing if you would like um, for your brand. Yeah, I, I think it would be prudent for brands to do their, their homework and due diligence upfront in terms of what cost to expect instead of, you know, getting a surprise when they already uh, taken over the license um, because it does impact budget. Definitely. And it's not, I mean, it's not hugely expensive. You do see more value. You usually see more value using the technology, but there is a technology fee. So, um, yeah, it's, it is definitely good to be aware of, of the fees that you will be paying. Yeah, I mean, um, to the point of value, it's important to extract the maximum amount of value uh, in all of those areas that you mentioned up front when we when we initially started this discussion um, and ensuring that whether it's the, the media agency managing this or the creative agency inputting, um, how does all of your uh, key role players play a role in that value creation? Definitely. And I think, uh, I think there's, there's, you know, you know, I could say to you, well, you're going to get 30% better if you use our technology. 
And, you know, technology is one thing. So installing or, or using technology within your business is one piece, but actually getting, let's say, humans to work together is probably the hardest. So actually getting teams to work together to look at the same plate of food is usually the hardest because us as businesses aren't, we're not in that space. So really take a look at your organization because that's where you get the most impact is how your organization works together. Is your creative team working with your media team? Are they sitting weekly? Are you changing creative? Are you quickly editing your landing page? Have you adapted your landing page and your mobile create or your creative for mobile devices? So how quick can you change and how quick can you do that? That's probably the biggest impact. So yes, you could install technology, but if it just sits there, it's like a Ferrari that no one knows how to drive. So you definitely need to get your organization um, thinking in more, let's say, data-driven way because that's probably where you'll see the most benefits um, for using technologies. Yeah, I think the key insight for me, based on what you just said, is that something's got to change. So ways of working, your processes, um, everything needs to be reconsidered um, in terms of how do you actually uh, do digital marketing differently? Because you can't run it as a normal campaign. You need the skill set to use the tools appropriately. You need the collaboration between agency partners as well as internal stakeholders so i mean it's very complex but i think that you do need almost like a central team that's responsible for the strategy and then implementation and uh, almost like a scorecard tracker in terms of saying what value have i extracted from the holistically not only from the tech because the tech is just the enabler from your media overall media investment Definitely. And I think, I mean, I always say it, and a lot of people say that I say it quite too, too often, but I always say, you know, have your vegetables before, have your veggies before your dessert. You know, a lot of people like, oh, we must implement this technology. It must be, you know, in the business. But actually, there's so many smaller wins that you can do to show value. And it's mainly around organization or how you're executing campaigns. So look within, do the, the digital kind of assessment, see where you are. Start with your veggies. You know, it's the worst piece. You know, no, not everyone likes veggies. Um, everyone loves the dessert piece, but start with the veggies. It's going to give you the, the most um, value or the most nutrients, I guess, out of it. But it is the hardest to eat um, because then it will get you to the dessert stage because um, you have to have your veggies before your dessert. Um, so, and the dessert is, is when you're really executing um, clever campaigns on, on technology or ad tech. So, yeah, have your veggies and then it gets to the dessert stage, I would say. Okay, good advice. Veggies first before dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of MasterChef, so that's, yeah, a lot of food analogies. No, I love it. Uh, Marcel, in your view, what does the future look like five years from now? Sure, if you ask me um, this uh, beginning of Jan, I would have had a different picture Um we're working from home um, currently now. We're working with you know colleagues and, and things like that in the office. It's quite weird to work from home from now for it's been been close to a year now. I'm um, working from home. So in terms of five years, um, can't predict um, as much. But um, just looking at certain trends and, and certain things, um, privacy is going to be key. Um, you know we have Popia Act coming in, so thinking about privacy respecting the users, um, privacy, and the way we buy media might change. Um, so maybe, you know, the way we're buying digital media and above the line media will become kind of really similar or you know, buy it in one tool. Um, so that those worlds might come merge and it will still be back to, to the basics. So I think 
a lot of things will change. Um, there will be a lot of, let's call them disruptions. But I think if you focus on marketing 101, where you've got a target segment, you're going to serve them certain creatives and you need them to perform an action online or offline um, through a media mix, I think it's still going to stay the same. Um, I, I might be wrong, but I still think it's still going to be basics, marketing 101 with media mixes. Those media mixes will change. Those media mixes might converge. Um, so there might be some of that, but I think the key things to think about is um, the privacy piece and then sticking to the basics around what is marketing. Don't Everyone tries to do so many clever things, but if you think about it and you look at successful campaigns, they did the basics right. Target audience, perfect message, easy action online or offline um, across certain media, a media mix, and then they optimize that media mix. And I still think that will continue in the next five years. So Again, there might be convergence of certain channels and new channels, of course. Um, but but I think it, if you stick to the basics, it'll stay. Yeah, don't complicate it because if you complicate it, it's just going to be way too way too difficult. So simplicity usually works works out best. If I have to summarize what you just said, I think in two words, it's all about user experience. Um, yeah, which, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so in closing, Marcel, what would you like to leave our listeners? Um, so there's quite a, we covered quite a bit and we didn't go into depth as maybe some people wanted, wanted to, um, just closing remarks is have your veggies before having your dessert. keep it simple, um, start doing that digital assessment, start looking at the, the hardest piece to, to change, um, because that's, you're going to get your biggest wins there. Um, you know, don't now everyone go buy technology. Please, please don't. Um, really look at your business and see if you need technology firstly, or if you're in the space or the maturity level to actually onboard technology because it's not, first of all, it's not free. And then it also, you know, it requires some, some resources. So essentially have your veggies before your dessert. And if you want to chat, you can definitely reach out to me or reach out to some of our partners out there or your agency and start having these discussions in, in 2021. Thanks, Marcel, so much for your time today. I really appreciate the conversation. No, awesome. Thanks, Audrey. And um, yeah, thanks so much for having me and apologies it's taken a year, but um, thanks so much. And yeah, I'd love, love to have some more chats. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Okay, cool. Take care. Bye. Ciao, ciao. We're excited. You're excited. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Helping decision makers navigate the change and to keep some change in their pockets. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow our Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Engage us on our website at TalkDigitalZA.co.za. And who knows, you could be featuring on the next one.